Welcome to another episode of Paul Tom Power, Power System Design's podcast on the latest in power and power design. I'm your host, Alex Paul, and today I've got Travis Summerlin. He's the PN Bus Spec Working Group Chairman and the SMIF Director of the System Management Interface Forum. Uh, he also happens to work for Texas Instruments. I'll give him a little flag wave for that. But uh, we're going to talk to him today with his PN Bus hat on. Isn't that right, Travis? Welcome to the show. That's correct. Thank you, Alex. Well, Oh, the pleasure is mine. Well, you know, uh, my audience knows I'm very big in the Internet of Things and Smart Grid and all of this connected world, but beyond the wireless connections, there are a lot of wires going around both inside and outside of the devices, and communications, inter-device communications are critical at every level, aren't they? That's correct, Alex, and that introduces the need for a lot of standardization to eliminate confusion in this world of lots of wires. Exactly, because it's it's literally a language, right? It, you know, it's not like you could just hop on a boat, go to Germany, and uh, start speaking English and expect them to understand you. The same thing, you can't just slap two chips next to each other and expect them to instantly synchronize and give each other data, right? That's correct. <clears throat> you not only have to be able to, uh, uh, you both have to be able to speak, first of all, and then you have to both be able to speak the same language. And that's where the uh, system management interface forum comes in. Right. Now, I understand you're responsible for both the PM bus and the SM bus, correct? That's correct. The System Management Interface Forum is, is a, uh, it's actually a sponsor of the System Management bus, the Power Management bus, and also the, um, the SBS, the battery standard uh, for communication with uh, batteries in battery-charged equipment. Well, Travis, actually, I think that's critical, frankly, that um, all of these incredibly related and incredibly interconnected and vital infrastructures are managed by the same group, so I think it's a great idea. The other nice thing is is that I got you in the room. Uh, I get to ask you questions about all of that stuff then, right? (laughs) Well, don't push me too hard on the SBS because I'm not an expert on that, but I can tell you a lot about SMBUS and PMBUS, that's for sure. Well, I know PM Bus just released something, but actually, I had a—I was more interested in the SM Bus side because I understand you're just ro- you're rolling out a new protocol right now, correct? That is correct. <clears throat> As many of you know, that the uh, PM Bus specification has two other specifications as its parent. Um, first is the I squared C specification, and also the. SM bus specification. So last year we did an update on the PM bus specification. We increased the speed and added some capability um, to make it much more useful and, and to update it for the market. And then over the past year, we've been doing um, getting feedback from our um, community, the working community on uh, the improvements and adding um, updates uh, to the specification, which will be released here at APEC. But as part of that process, um, we realized that SMBUS, which is a much broader specification, is not just focused on power management, it's, but it's focused on systems, um, mm-hmm. could benefit from some of the updates that we did on PMBUS. Well, that makes a lot of sense. So um, what are the updates that, I mean, give just, you don't have to realize, I realize there might be a lot. So give us the high notes on the new SMBUS protocol. Okay, so... SMBUS, which we're calling SMBUS 3.0, which released uh, a couple weeks ago, um, we added the uh, higher speed, so we're now uh, it'll now operate up to a megahertz, and so we adjusted the electrical levels and the power to to drive at those speeds. Um, we uh, 
did some small uh, changes to uh, better align with the original I2C specification on timing filters and that kind of stuff. And then we um, reallocated some special bus addresses that were originally um, uh, assigned to access bus, which is now defunct. And we used those for some zone read and write protocols, which were really, really powerful, can add a lot of um, capability to the system. And then we um, <clears throat> increased the, uh, the size of the block reads and block writes from 32 to 255 to give um, some more throughput into the system. Well, bandwidth is critical, right? I mean, the, the amount of information that's demanded now by these systems just for the functionality for basic systems functions, much less advanced functions, you really have, it's a, it's a race now. Yeah, actually, it's pretty exciting, Alex, to, um, you know, the, the world has evolved enough now to where people are seeing the value and in having information um, from the very uh, lowest levels of the system to be able to improve the overall um, system. Um, it's always been my um, assertion that the most efficient power management device ever on demand was a switch. To be able to turn something off completely is the best power management you can possibly have. But you need a brain. You need the intelligence to be able to tell when to turn that switch off and when to turn it on. And the only way you can do that is if you communicate. So that's where PM bus and SM bus really excel. Oh, that was very well said, Travis. That's um, that is a very uh, good um, point to make because you're absolute. I agree. I agree with you completely. Now. What are some of the other uh, broad stroke uh, advantages the designer will have with this new protocol? So for for SMBus, it, it really um, crosses a broad spectrum of um, applications. So I can't begin to to hit all of them, but Got I can it. tell you that they're going to really benefit from the the higher speed, the throughput of the bandwidth you talked about. Um, one other one is this zone, this idea of a zone reader, zone write. So what that means is that you can have a system with, let's say you have a system with 30 different nodes that you're talking to all on the same bus. Um, and it, if, if it's like a typical communication system, you have a power system, then you have the digital uh, baseband, and then you have the RF section. So you could assign the RF section to a zone, the digital baseband to a zone, and the power management to a zone, and you could talk to each zone, everybody in that zone all at once. So if you wanted to, like, turn that whole system on at once, you could just say, zone five, turn on. And every one of them would turn on rather than having to say, okay, these five different pieces of zone, the, of the RF, you need to turn on one by one. And so it, it, you're greatly expanding your... Um, throughput by being able to do it not only faster, but smarter. Well, and smarter is what we're all trying to achieve, I guess. <laughs> That's correct. So, Travis, um, now, aside from the core functionalities, one of the things I'm fond of saying is that there's no such thing as a pure solution. There are always ancillary benefits that don't directly relate to the intended functionality. Is there anything like that in this? Um, 
unintended, un, uh, unintended, or, or even or, or even intended. But in other words, like uh, obviously, it, it gives you more functionality in systems management that you could also then use for function controls as well as just simple power management, right? Correct. Yes, there's no limitation on S and bus as far as I mean, PM bus is purely focused on the power management because that's you know with all of the energy standards, the, you know, Energy Star and all the other standards that are coming out. Um, PM bus is designed to make you do intelligent things with that. But S and bus is not limited to to power management. You could be um, doing uh, Automotive. Normal function. It could be automotive, although automotive tends to want redundant uh, communication standards like LIN or CAN bus. But it can do um, the cool thing, and the, the, one of the things we based it on is because it is I squared C, and I squared C is almost global in its approach. You'll find it in just about every every microcontroller in the market or any DSP in the market, and um, many of the CPUs in the market. So. You, you can uh, quickly assemble a very sophisticated system of unrelated devices and be able to communicate all together because they're based on the standard. Mm-hmm. And, and isn't it interesting about the I squared uh, C bus that Philips created it for the use inside of a single device? I mean, it was meant for chip-to-chip communications and TV sets. Again, talk about ancillary benefits beyond initial application space. Look where I squared C went. Well, that's that's what that's why we're all called engineers, right? Because you, you give us a tool, we're going to find fifteen different ways to use it. So. That's why I love you guys. That's why I love you guys. Now, Travis, um, I'd love to keep talking, uh, we, you know, but this is a little podcast. What I would like to do, though, is I always give my guests the last word in my podcast. So you could give us a little bit more about PM Bus, or you could talk a little bit about the marketplace, or SM Bus, and a little about that marketplace, or just a tip for our audience. But Travis, the floor is yours. Okay, so I'm, what I'm looking forward to is uh, APEC coming up in uh, Charlotte, North Carolina, here in uh, March timeframe. Well, yeah, we'll be there, and um, we actually have a whole section, uh, one of the industry sessions at APEC that's devoted completely to PM Bus. And we'll be rolling out uh, PMBus uh, 1.3.1. So it's a completely backwards compatible, uh, fixing some typos, um, adding some small functionality. So anybody that's implemented 1.3 will love 1.3.1. And uh, we invite you to come and listen to us talk about it. It's not just going to be us. We've got um, many different um uh, aspects, many different users of PMBus. They're going to be presenting there. Um, we have, uh, you know, Altera and uh, Intel and uh, lots of different guys coming in to talk about how they're using it and what the good uh, use cases are and uh, how you can get system benefits from this uh, standard. Very cool, Travis. And I, as I mentioned, I'll be there at APEC. I'll be first in line to take a look at that stuff because you know how much I love a good show and tell. That's great. You need to come by and see what all of the adopters are doing. Excellent. Now make sure we post the booth number before the event. Okay, sounds great. Great. So, Travis, thank you so much for being on the show, and i got to bring you back downstream so we can talk some more about this in the future. But for now, we're going to have to let you go. But thank you so much. Thank you, Alex. Thank you for your time. Oh, the pleasure's mine. And I'd like to thank everybody out there in the audience for taking the time to be with us. We wouldn't be here without you. 
Tell your friends, this is Alex Paul for Paul Tom Power. Have a great day.